And I am joined by the world's greatest, most reliable, and still most hatingest co-host, Steve Palpatine. I'm sorry, Woods. Woods. <laughs> Your last name is Woods, not Palpatine. What's up, that. man? What's up, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't rhyme with Sheev. Just... Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Do you do you know that I uh, love that? <laughs> I love it. I'm glad that you found that. I don't know why we've been dancing around it for so I long. <laughs> I don't know why we haven't either. Uh, all I know is I need you to go buy some yellow contacts. And when Halloween comes around and yes. comes to trick or treat, you just be at the door with the cloak on and the she yellow... Yellow eyes, just sheaving it, sheaving it. <laughs> and, and just hurling mild insults at people. Yes, <laughs> yes. Which is your, is that your child? <laughs> I'll steal his body. <laughs> it looks like he has a low midichlorian count. <laughs> Kids crying, and you're like, yes. you will never be a Jedi. <laughs> Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> that is an amazing idea. Kids just coming I just, up. I would never want to stop. <laughs> Aren't you a little short to be a storm trooper? Dude, dude, do this. As the kids come up to get the candy from your porch, there's no candy. And they're like, where's the candy? There isn't any? No, I'm afraid there isn't. <laughs> I'm afraid there's no candy. <laughs> Live with the disappointment. <laughs> oh, <wow>. Classic sheep. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> oh man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm sorry. That tangent went somewhere. Yeah. Well, um <laughs> She'd be sheaving. She'd be sheaving. If you guys don't know, we are talking about Sheev Palpatine. And if you guys are just tuning into us for the first time, our mission on the Nerd Smash Talkcast is to bring you the latest in nerd entertainment, whether it involves movies, TV, video games, D&D, science, comic books, anime, wrestling, whatever. We will cover it because, hey, guess what? Being a nerd is not as limiting as you think that it is. Phew. Yeah, All man. right. Got, got my spiel out of the way. Also, uh, shout out to Luke, who was on last week. He did a great job. And he also called me out for still using a script almost two years later. So, <laughs> yeah, man, Luke <laughs> showed up and showed out. That was a great episode. Yeah, man. It was a lot of fun talking to him. For sure. For sure. So, what do we have lined up for this week on the Nerd Smash Talkcast? Well, we got a few things here to talk about with you. Uh, we got a new VR game that we think is kind of interesting. I'm kind of curious how it plays. 
So we're going to talk about that. Very. Because I'm kind of working on my my form. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Also, uh, maybe kind of a more serious topic than we get into typically, but we're just going to talk about our relationships uh, with social media and how that kind of plays out currently. There's, there's I think, an aspect of this that uh, of some news that I saw that really could impact how the internet works. So I just want to talk about that and uh, what we could be looking at. Also, me and Steve have seen Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, and we will be doing a spoiler discussion talking about that movie mm-hmm. and where we are with it. So hang tight for that. And then finally, we're going to be ending our uh, episode talking about one of our favorite topics, gooning. And there's another aspect that we have not discussed with it yet so that is what we're uh lined up on the show with today you guys to definitely strap in and uh join us for the journey we are about to partake upon mm-hmm. <laughs> me me and old steve palpatine over here are gonna gonna take you guys on an emotional path we sure are <laughs> because there's some things there's a few things there's some things okay so, let's go ahead and start with our first story here, and that is, uh, it was an announcement for a new VR game, uh, Street Fighter V VR mm-hmm. Edition. Uh, so, it's you're, you're in the first person view of a fighter, and you have to, like, punch and dodge and do all the stuff with the Street Fighter characters. Um being in a a street fight as a VR game, that that's one thing. Like, oh, you know, let me grab this beer bottle on the ground and throw it <laughs> at his head. But being in a a v, a virtual reality street fight with a dude who can tornado kick <laughs> basically fly or uh fire fireballs uh from his hands and I have to dodge that. That feels less than ideal for me. That sounds I don't like know. fun, man. Does it? There is, man, let me tell you. There is a picture from mm-hmm. your wedding in the wedding party <laughs> where I pulled off an immaculate it, dragon punch. It's it's a it's a perfect sure you can knee placement <laughs> is up. <laughs> I, I I have always wanted to Photoshop just like a guy getting <laughs> uppercut, <laughs> and it was it was high, and it was it came strong from the ground. Yeah, and uh, it looks extra high because I think I'm next to you, and I jumped as high as I could doing like a Spider Man pose. Ah, uh, which probably shouldn't have done that in a rental, but whatever. anyway. <laughs> Yeah, right. I jumped as high as I could doing like a Spider-Man pose. And so we all kind of end up looking like we're really high off the ground when we jump. Well, we weren't really. No, no. I just brought my legs up high. <laughs> and just it was just me and the knee. That's all that was. <laughs> hey, man, you look like you're gliding. That's, that's a funny picture. It really is. Yeah, that's a it good really one. Is. Yeah. But how is that going to work? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I get kind of motion sick thinking about it. 
like thinking. I mean, about how many holes and ceilings will we have be, because of dragon punches? That's not what I'm worried about. I'm wondering how many kids are about to get kicked in their head. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because you're throwing them punches. Yeah. Uh, Fei Long. That's it. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> that three piece that he's got. <laughs> Somebody's getting knocked out. <laughs> now, let me ask you a question. You're playing as Ryu. All right. You have the VR headset on, so you have no idea about your actual surroundings. Yeah. You start like the, the Shoryuken special, but the slow one where he goes, Shoo! Ryu! Ken! You're on the first part. You're on the show. Okay, as you hit show, you feel your fist connect with flesh. Yes, that's not yours. Uh huh. Do you finish the show? You finish him. <laughs> <laughs> so you then immediately transition to the Ryu. <laughs> yes, and then you jump and 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 show out with the can. all the way, all the way. See that feels all the a little way. disrespectful. All the way through the ceiling fan. Yes. Through the ceiling fan. Well, that's the ceiling fan is on, so you've shattered your wrist because <laughs> you caught the blade right as it was uh it was passing. So mm-hmm. enjoy mm-hmm. that. All for but, the, uh, the price to pay to be a world warrior. In the words of Guy, I'll go home. And be a family man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I worry for the safety of our homes and our children. Yeah. Um, I. I got to try it. Sure. I just feel like it's going to make me so sick. You know, I haven't done that much VR. You haven't? No. No, I okay. haven't. We have an Oculus 2. Uh-huh. That I just don't even, I don't even pick it up. Um, yeah, my we... my kids play a game called uh, Gorilla Tag, mm-hmm. and they think that that's hilarious and fun. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. I think so. My mine's has gone down in usage too. Um, well, I primarily was using it for like Beat Saber. I still turn it on every now and then to like perform updates on it, but mm. generally like haven't been playing it really that much in a while and you have the playstation um, one no no no. i've got the oh, oculus, oculus quest 2 yeah because yeah. it's cheap as hell <laughs> 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 trying to hit my john ralphio there but uh no it, you know it was affordable and i you know that, that was like my entry plus playstation 5s are still hard to get when i got it so that was like uh, my consolation prize gotcha yeah so mm. Man, you know I saw two PlayStation Fives at Walmart last week. That's great. Chilling. Now we've run into the issue where see my my premium time to to buy it was definitely in the middle of COVID when you know I had gas money. Yeah, and all my money was going towards like yeah. DoorDash and random games I would find off of Amazon. Now that I have like responsibilities again, like to do regular stuff tough, and right? have to like go to work several days out of the week and stuff like that, I'm like, oh yeah, my money gone. 
<laughs> I don't have that disposable $500 like I did back then. <laughs> yeah, now is the the first time that I've wanted one, too. Like, I didn't oh, there's so one. many games. I know. That I want on PS5 yeah. right now, or that are coming out. Yeah. Spider-Man 2 this year. I know. No, no you don't know, because do. you get hung you up know on I, pigeons. You, you know, I, I like the game, but I just did it wrong. <laughs> yeah, you got hung up on the pigeons. Who does yeah, that? Yeah, I did, I did all, like, the side quests first. Like, I cleared out the city before I even finished, like, four main things. Like, I yeah. just, yeah. You I got hung wrong. up on the wrong stuff. Yeah. 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 You missed the emotional climax of the game. I did. The emotional climax of the pigeons. I missed it. The what? <laughs> what am I going to do with you? <laughs> <laughs> That's like me um, playing the Jedi, what is it, Fallen Order? Jedi yeah. Survivor? What, what was the first one? Is that Fallen uh, Order? Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doesn't be like me playing Fallen Order, and I'm like, yeah, man, I'm on the, uh, I'm on that Jedi Temple planet. I just keep killing these pigs. I don't get what the point is. <laughs> Game King's kind of soft. To you're me. right. You're right. I don't want to be fighting these pigs anymore. <laughs> these random deer. Yeah. Why am I slicing deer? I don't want to hurt them. What is happening? <laughs> right. This is a deer I I was heavy simulator. Having... We hunting. Right. I thought I was going to be having epic Sith Jedi fights. <laughs> you got me over here fighting deer and pigs. And these no, pigs are good, too. Just playing the game. Can... No, no, no. This is where I am. <laughs> this is what I'm basing the entire judgment of my experience with this game. This, see, these pigs that bum rush me. And then I can't dodge. Right. <laughs> this is Why garbage. Is my... Right. <laughs> My dodging is bad with these pigs. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's you. That's, that's me. That's you, I'm going to say. Yeah, that's you. Um, anyway, back to our original subject, Street Fighter VR. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess we're both in the in the camp of like, yeah, I'm going to try it. But I, I think that I'm most looking forward to fighting someone. Like, like another player? Yeah. Yeah. How do you how do you do a Tatsumaki Senpiaku? I don't know. There's probably, you know, a motion that you would have to do, but then it's just gonna be focused. You're just gonna see feet like flying around you. No. See, that's <laughs> that's where my motion sickness comes in. Because I hate those VR games that make you move but you you're not really moving, like the, the person oh. in the game is moving but you're not. Because I there's see. like a disorienting feeling there. Oh. Yeah, I didn't um, think, like I said, man, I haven't played a ton. I can see how that would bother me. I get motion sick anyway. Don't yeah. let me ride in the back of the car for over an hour. It's a wrap. Yeah. Right. No, 1,000%. So, all right. I mean, if they just make you spin like that, like, because you're in that first person and you see the, I'm like, no. Okay. <laughs> There's some oh, wild moves. I'm just trying to go through. There's some wild moves there. Yeah. How are they going to pull that off? Is it going to be full roster? Uh, I don't know. I saw Blanca mm. and Bison. How are you going to do the body Ryu? attack with uh, Blanca? Like the spinning? I don't know. Chun-Li. Mm. I think she was there. How are you going to do the spinning bird kick? Spinning bird kick upside down. You're upside down spinning. Do you have to lift your leg to do that? I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried. I feel like this is going to be real gimmicky. 
I want to try it though. Somebody in a uh, in a uh, living room doing literal capoeira playing this game. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> now, are are you a little bit worried that in the opposite direction? Like, what if it's great? If it's great, um, no, because I think there'll always be that appeal of like button pressing controller fighting games. Although. You know, if somebody had like a legitimately like great fight simulator, I don't think Street Fighter's it. But if you had a real like good fight simulator that you could PvP on mm-hmm. with VR, I mean, hard to say that's not like awesome. But then there's that episode of Black Mirror. Ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. I was like, uh, wait a minute. Wait, aren't you ready for more black? More black? Yes. Mirror? Where is Black Mirror? Where is it? I see Netflix canceling and renewing all these shows. Where is mm-hmm. Black Mirror? Here's my theory on Black Mirror. Uh, the world got real crazy, and Black Mirror was like, "What do we got to do?" <laughs> black Mirror is like, "We're used to shocking you, yeah, but we can't." The world caught up. Like, real mm-hmm. quick. <laughs> so, I don't know. Good luck, Black Mirror. Whenever you do come back. Um, <laughs> When does that, that Street Fighter VR come out? Uh, I didn't see. Okay. I think there was just, just an announcement. just curious because I, I think I want to check it out. I'll come over when you uh, when you check it out. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll throw it on a big screen. And yeah. Watch you do. <laughs> sure, you can. See this. <laughs> I mean, you almost have to play it in the backyard. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I just want to see you hit that perfect, like, sidekick. Perfect. And I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guy. Uh, Thanks, announcer guy. Perfect. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> don't you want to kick a dude and make him go? Ooh, yeah. Yes. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Or at least hear that. When you we like, need some kind of out. force feedback ankle straps or something like that. Yeah, you know they have those body suits where you can um, wild, have the haptic sensor, yeah. sensors. But what are you gonna do with a fighting game? You gonna feel that punch in your chest? Yes. <laughs> nah, big pass. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here having fits on the floor. Well, thanks, guy. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Street Fighter. We want to see how that is. Um, Bison Psycho Crusher? Yeah, man. You're just going to fly? Do you just have to lean down and stretch your arms out? Right. You know who would be fun to play, though? Dolls in. Dolls in. Yeah. You got to sit cross leg on the couch and then go. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sit cross leg on the couch. <laughs> Yoga. Yoga. <laughs> Throw your fists and feet out there. Yoga flame. Or or <laughs> lean your head forward. Yoga fire. I gotta see <laughs> this thing, man. I want somebody to pull off an E Honda. Just like Yep. No without any running start or anything. Just like lean down and then straight fly across the screen. <laughs> 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 Ooh, man. I forget. I feel sorry for anybody's pets 
Oh my uh, gosh. That plays with Sagat. <laughs> Just being low tiger punched across the kitchen. <laughs> tiger. Tiger uppercut. Tiger, oh, tiger, just full force, especially if you're trying to keep somebody at bay, you just crouch down to the bottom of the screen and go, tiger, mm-hmm. tiger, 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 like throwing both fists out. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a cool down. Uh, yeah, it's called your body. Tell, ah, telling you to stop. gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> the muscles burning in your arms. That's, that's your cool down. Oh goodness! All right, let's uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next story. So, um, I want to preface this like you guys, anybody that's followed this show for any period of time knows that you know we 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 don't typically talk about serious stuff on here. We save the serious stuff for the real world because that's the stuff kind of don't really want to talk about right now. Um, but that being said, there was a, a news story that was coming up. I think. If today, if not earlier this week, where it was talking about um, there's like a court case going on uh, and it's before the Supreme Court. And it's talking about the protections that website have and whether or not they should be held accountable for the content that their users post. And, you know, if this goes against those big tech companies, it could kind of fundamentally change how the Internet works, because. Now these Facebooks and Twitters and stuff like that, they can be sued by people that are uh, upset with the content they allow their users to post. And that's really interesting. Um, And I think everybody alive that uses computers knows the kind of jacked up stuff that some people post to like uh, social media or something like that. So... Uh, with that in mind, uh, you know, we kind of got into a little bit of this discussion during our pre-show. Uh, I just wanted to bring it out here, open forum, and just say, Steve, what is your relationship to social media? Um, I can go into kind of where I am with it, but yeah. like, yeah, where are you, where you kind of at with, uh, with social media as a whole? Mm. Well, I feel like I had a problem. Um, felt like I was on TikTok way too much. Because yeah. it's that short, those short videos really do hook me in. So what the same thing that I've done in the past, I'm doing right now. And that's just kind of deleting the, not the app from my phone, but the easy access. So I actually have to think about going to those social media platforms. Um, I've never... I've never used any of those as like a, to benefit myself. I've never tried to monetize anything or promote anything other than this show. But yeah, um, man, back in the day, I used to love to get on there and just troll, <laughs> you know, just, just be the biggest jerk I could possibly be. And that, that just that feels appropriate for a guy we call yeah. Steve Palpatine. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, and it was just, you know, it just got unfun, you know. Yeah. And it was never, like, personally malicious or hurtful. It was yeah. more like uh, to businesses, corporations, you know, those people promoting those things. And, you know, it was never, you know, I was never like a bully to an actual person. 
never did that. But yeah. uh, one of the big things for me that kind of flipped what social media is, and it kind of made me see it in a way I hadn't seen it before, is when my dad passed away. Getting mm. on social media was painful. Yeah. And it was because people only share the very best. You know, mm. and it, it was like my life stopped. My life hit a brick wall. Yeah. Me getting on social media, it was like, why are you guys outside? Mm-hmm. Why, why is everybody, what, what are you talking about? You're at the beach. What yeah. are you, what are you even saying right now? And I couldn't, I couldn't separate that weird social media fiction. Mm-hmm. From reality, and it pissed me off. Like it, it would make me angry that people weren't real, and that's how it kind of started to feel. And I was just like, "I'm off of it," and I was off of it for probably about six months while I got myself right. And uh, when I came back, never the same. Never yeah. the same. We uh, we shared some of our last posts. Now, uh, my my the few last posts I have are one of my middle son. A couple of my grandson, and then before that it was like June. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like there's just yeah. nothing there other than things from the Nerd Smash Talk cast. Oh, and this is like on Facebook and stuff too. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if this necessarily pertains to like a like a Twitter because I know we both tweeted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some yeah, we, things. Mm -hmm. Some promoting the show. Some just observations. But of like Facebook and Instagram, think. I don't post my life. Yeah. anymore like i don't i don't share those those bigger points or what whatever's going on where i've been where i'm going anything like that it's just just kind of weird to me now after yeah. that whole thing and i'm kind of on a break again right now because i just got to get my mind right and i i don't know why i'm so into tiktok it just takes over because i learned so much i think there <laughs> there is an addictive nature to tiktok where it, i think there is uh, something about it. The one thing I'll say about TikTok, though, is I've legitimately felt like I've learned more about things that are useful to me in my life from TikTok mm -hmm. than I think from any other platform or period that I can think of ever. Yeah. Like, I just saw a video of like a guy using the back of a net of a hammer to properly like set a nail in place when hammering it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? What? I, yeah. That makes so much sense though. Like it takes our peers to point out the obvious on that app. Well, but they're actually sharing useful things, yeah, right? Exactly. Like they're, and then you have people in there that are actually like, like, oh, like we'll test in real time to let you know if this is real or if this is BS, mm -hmm. and then you'll watch them go through and I'm like, yeah, it turns out it was BS. No, turns don't follow this at all. Right, I've seen those too. You're right about yeah. that. That's wild. Yeah. So uh, TikTok is a super interesting place right now. Also, its algorithm is like kind of fantastic at honing in specifically on what you are about or trying to find or something like Man, that so you got to give it credit for that i feel like my tiktok is only out to get me beat up by the police with That's... all those first amendment audits and stuff <laughs> on there. I... i'm like oh no don't do this <laughs> uh i can tell you my tiktok thinks that uh i weigh 450 pounds mm. because every other video is something regarding food 
everybody's so creative. <laughs> Not even those. Like some of those are like, yeah, this look at this terrible, terrible person uh, making making uh, mac and cheese in a toilet. Uh, <laughs> the accuracy. <laughs> And uh, then, then you have like the fine dining chocolatier chef that makes literally impossible. Ch- he, yeah. He's making chocolate glass, and you're like, right. literally, why and how? Oh uh, man, I watched a video last week of somebody making a croquembouche. It's like puff pastries that? with caramelized uh, with caramel that is mm. like makes a lattice work. Mm. And it looks amazing. And it's so, mm. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Absolutely. Give it to me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, going back to what you were originally saying, I find myself in like a similar place with, and, and I, you know, all I am is primarily at like a Facebook because, you know, I think a lot of my connections to like family and things like that are on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And they're probably like, why don't you post more pictures of your kids? And I'm like, eh, but I don't feel like it because that's a whole lot of like manufacturing and trying to get a perfect shot, you know, instead of posting like real things. Y'all want to know something real? You want to know about the poop I cleaned from the accident that he had? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you want to know about, you know, the here's the shirt I'm wearing that's got vomit all over it because right. <laughs> uh, of this, that, or the other. It's like, well, uh, not only would, would that people probably not want to see that, but I might get flagged because like, I don't think you're allowed to share like bodily waste. Yeah. yeah. Can I tell you media. something? I, now that you said that, we are friends with somebody that does a really good job of keeping it all the way real on social media. Your favorite martial artist. <laughs> Am I right? He just does. He does. He definitely um, like just posts like, here's the, the terrible experience I had with my kids today. Yeah. And you're just like, you know what? <laughs> yeah. Shout out to you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? I'm also going to criticize him because I can. Uh-huh, uh huh. And uh-huh. I'm just gonna trash him because his hair is perfect and his teeth is perfect, and uh, you know he <laughs> is, is, is famous with uh, certain people. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the way I'll phrase He's that. A haver. <laughs> <laughs> and we need to cut it off. Ah, that, so. <laughs> <laughs> we, Mister, we, steal your girl. No. <laughs> you just went ahead and uh, uh, <laughs> dude, but he pulling is right a, up on the you know he is line. he is a really good dude. Oh yeah, man, I miss talking to him. You still talk to him a lot? I don't. Uh, we, I miss we, him, man. Okay, we'll, we'll three way chat. We'll get that going. We'll get, we'll get that conversation going. Yeah. Shoot, you live closer to him than I do. I you do. should be talking to him all the time. I do. Just 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 go pull up on his spot. Uh, man, I do. I try to. If I if I had a reason to go down that way, mm. you know what I mean. That's kind of the problem, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just be up what are you there, gonna do but... down that way? You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, shout out shout out to him. 
Shout out to uh, my if he's listening to this episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if you guys in the area of Dayton, Ohio, need a totally legit martial artist to train you or your children, we know a guy. Mm-hmm. Reach so, out. Please. All right. Um, but anyway, just to kind of sum up yeah. my thoughts, I, I find myself in the same situation with social media, um, especially like a Facebook or, or one outward facing like that. Um, if I'm posting any content, it's like on a site that I feel like is a void that I'm shouting into right now. Like, I think my Twitter account, I don't really think I have many followers that are real and not bots. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I could just say things into a void and sure I'll maybe get like two or three likes on it, but it doesn't matter, you know? <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing about social media. I don't really know how to promote myself to get more, more yeah. followers, more likes or anything like that. But, um, Steve's mom, my mom has Steve's almost 10,000 followers on Twitter. How? Mom, what are you even talking about? <laughs> this is Palpatine. I know. Um, she, is, <laughs> she is at it on Twitter. Your mom's an influencer, bro. <laughs> she is. She is. She posted something that got mm-hmm. like, I don't know. It was up in the hundred thousands of likes. How, bro? We should get your mom on this show. We might get more than twelve. Let me go. You know, I'm gonna keep our twelve, bro. Cause I don't want. I don't know about her listeners, her followers. <laughs> Maybe on some stuff. Fair enough. Fair enough. And anyway, a, and that's another thing. That's a. That's another thing. Uh, no. Nope, How you gonna so going, going down this path? How are you gonna try to fight a sixty-eight-year-old woman on Twitter? What are you First doing all, with your life? You can, you can fight anybody online. Yeah. All right. That's wild to me. Yeah. It doesn't matter because there's not faces. Or there's faces, yeah. but there's not like. Yeah. I'm not in punching range. <laughs> That's how it stays. Things are different if I'm in yeah. punching range. Um, All right. Let's go ahead before we suddenly <laughs> blow through all of our time. Okay. And uh, let's talk about this movie. Okay. That we both ended up watching. Yeah, man. Uh, me early, you late. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, uh, if you didn't hear <laughs> us before, uh, we're going to be talking about Ant-Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantumania. Uh, we're going to be making this a spoiler discussion. So, if you want to fast forward uh, to closer to the end of the show, uh, where we get to our last subject, uh, you're more than welcome to do so, or you're welcome to put this on pause. And come back to it after you've seen the movie. If you don't want to be spoiled on it. But I wanted to give that heads up that we will be discussing it here. So, with that being said. Steve. This was a movie. Yeah. This is a movie that happened. It is. Um, Let me say up front. I am. I have, I have a weird relationship with the Ant-Man and the Ant-Man and the Wasp movies. Um, if only because I think their content is really strong. I'm not a heavy fan of the director, Peyton Reed, of these movies. Um, I thought the first Ant-Man was an underrated gem. Uh, but you have a lot of Edgar, you have a lot of Edgar Wright in that script. 
Um, and a lot of like his visual cues and his, um, kind of affinity for filmmaking. Um, and, and just a lot of those little aspects of like things that he would do. I would love to see that version of the movie. And I think Peyton Reed came in short notice and did a really admirable job of pulling that movie together. Um, and, and really turning it into something that I think, like I said, it's like an underrated, like hit. It's like a, more of like a Marvel cult hit, I think, where people that see it ha- appreciate it. And then I felt like Ant-Man and the Wasp was like a step back because, um, it did, it did lean heavier into the comedy. Didn't really feel like it had a sense of like stakes or a really strong story or villain to kind of tie it into it. And then, um, you know, that brings us to this movie, which, um, I think is kind of a blending of those two of, of the first one and the second one, where it's got higher stakes than the second one. Um, but it's got a bigger sense of like the goofiness and silliness and less realism than there was in the first one. So uh, I wanted to say that up front, like mm-hmm. at top, like, you know, th- this is kind of a mixture of, of the two movies. I think. <laughs> what are your thoughts? What are, what are some of your thoughts? <clears throat> so, Man, I remember going to see the first Ant-Man movie and coming out like, wow, they really hit this comedic heist movie right on point. Yeah. And if you're expecting anything other than a comedic heist movie, you you were probably disappointed. Um, or Can I if say you something? weren't receptive to a comedic heist movie, you were probably disappointed. Yeah. Can I say something? Um I remember that first Ant-Man hit me right out the gate with that opening scene, which was uh, young um, Michael Douglas, de-aged Michael Douglas, and slightly older Peggy Carter uh, in, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. at the Triskelion a few movies after we just saw it, like, blown up and bombed away in Captain America the Winter Soldier. Um, I I just remember that scene being like so great, and I was like, oh, oh, and I felt like the entire rest of the movie was like a love letter to like what the MCU was up to that point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I, I just wanted to say that up front, like I, I have deep love for the first Ant Man movie. <laughs> also, with how how weird they were willing to make uh, Hank Pym. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How how weird is it that when those when those movies were happening for the first time, you could kind of see what movie category they would fall into, be it espionage or uh, you know whatever it was. And this one firmly fit into the heist genre, and it didn't go too far from that. Yeah, in Ant Man and the Wasp, didn't move too far. Yeah. This third one, I really don't even know what this is. Um, I I gotta okay. say right off right off the top here. I Sure. I think this is the most disappointing movie from the MTU to date. Whoa, um, that's wow, yeah, okay. More than uh 
any Thor movie, mm-hmm. more than Iron Man three, more than the Eternals. I just, I just, I didn't find, I didn't find it enjoyable in the same ways I have those other MCU movies. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was a little disjointed and the themes weren't consistent. Um, and I, I also feel like they, I don't know where this movie came from. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it, there's just a lot of weird things going on in here. Right. Uh, yeah. I'd like to point out some of the weird things. Sure. Michelle Pfeiffer's character. I I don't know why she's now scared of the quantum burst. Uh, I I think they gave you a good reason why she was scared of the whoa quantum whoa whoa. Realm. But she wasn't she wasn't worried about it before. She wasn't worried about the quantum realm before. I I think she was like trying to get out. No no no. When she sent Scott back. Uh huh. In Infinity War, post credits. Oh, I, I kind of see what you're saying. And then okay. she got dusted. She wasn't worried about him being in the quantum realm then. Well, and I he think was she gathering was... the pin product particles. I mean, that's. I think where did that was... go? Yeah, I think she was probably okay with like sending him down in a place where that was going to be nowhere near like Kang's like Citadel uh, or because bro, you guess when it. she when she escaped. When she escaped, like, they made a point of saying, like, she was on, like, the outskirts or, like, the wastelands, um, which is how, like, she got out without him, like, following her or anything like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think, well, I think, I think that that's a lot of overthought. Mm-hmm. She wasn't scared. Now she is. I mean, without going into all of those reasons... Let's take it on face value. You've already shown us. This is a movie. You've shown us. We're mm-hmm. not reading any more into it. Yeah. So even that at the very beginning threw me off. And okay. I think that uh, we didn't get the Scott Lang we've gotten in the past. Mm-hmm. I, and I, mm, there's a big piece right here, right? Well, what kind I of Scott Lang are you referring to? Well, I get, I again, again, it's that, it's that consistency, right? He's always okay. kind of been that reluctant hero, yeah. But he has now since transcended that in his life and being celebrated and going about his life in a hero's fashion and kind of pulled back from that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know, man. It just didn't feel. It felt disjointed. It felt like we were watching something completely different. I was expecting an Ant-Man movie, and I don't know what this was. (laughs) Well, this was a Quantum Realm movie, really. Right, Um, right. It had Ant-Man in it. It was a Kang Um, movie. I wish it was more of that, though. And and that's the theme that I think we're kind of seeing with some of these projects recently. Um, It was my biggest problem with Thor Love and Thunder was like, you just needed a little more gore. Yeah. A little more gore, the God Butcher, um, would have gone a long way to giving that film some real stakes. And you could go as hard as you wanted with the comedy. You could actually go yeah. harder. Like, 
A lot of people were like, oh, Thor Love and Thunder was too funny and too goofy. If Gore was set up and established as a proper villain and given the time to breathe and really lay in those stakes, the rest of the movie could have been a slapstick comedy, except for when Gore shows up. When Gore shows up, S gets real, you know? (laughs) Like, he pulls up and is like, ooh, tighten your belts. Yeah. All the air comes out of the room. Yeah, I get that. Exactly. Literally, it does with him. Because, literally, the color is sucked out of the screen. That was such a a great visual, like, cue, I think, that that was happening there. And so, um, with Kang, it was important to me. um, You know, he had a great introduction in Loki. He was given almost a 13, I think, 13, 14-minute scene. To just kind of monologue and, um, you know, really lay in to kind of who Kang is without even getting to be Kang. That's, that's kind of a really interesting way to introduce a character if you think about it. Like, here's a variant of the character that we're going to care about in a later movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we get to this Kang. Uh, the intro was strong. His relationship to Janet was strong. Um, Honestly, I, I really don't have a lot of issues with Jonathan Majors or his performance nope. or nope. kind of even what they did with Kang. Because if you if you look at what they did and like, you know, Kang, you know, with just his suit basically subjugated this entire realm. Right. Um, pretty, pretty easily. You know, his name is whispered and heard and, you know, it shows he's just like a brutal dictator, conqueror. Um, and he he takes very little slack. Mm-hmm. Uh, come to zero, say. zero. So right. why did he give right. so much to Scott at the end? Why didn't he just kill him? So, you know, I, I've said this to you before, and hope. where I th- I thought the end of the movie would have had, um, you know, based on Paul Rudd's condition from the uh <laughs> from the trailers i thought that this movie would have had kang probably kill scott um you know something that really sets kang up because if you think about thanos's introduction in infinity war first thing he did what does he do he shows up he stabs heimdall in the chest he snaps loki's neck okay and by the end of the movie He's killed half of life on the planet, including most of our favorite Avengers, like Doctor Strange and Spider-Man, right? And so Thanos has stakes, right? And with Kang, I feel like we know a lot of Kang's initial backstory based on the He Who Remains and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, what he established about himself in this movie. There's still some holes um, that I think we're going to get to, but... We've established a lot of his character, but for me, you know, if we're just going to go ahead and fast forward to the end here, um, I don't think the kind of happy ending was what we kind of should have been looking for here, where everything is solved and everybody gets home. I think either killing Scott or, or having Kang kill Scott, I'm sorry, or, um, you know, leaving him and Hope trapped in the quantum realm um, would have been really interesting ways to go and, you know, set up Kang as like, oh, Kang got one over, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
him being kind of quote unquote defeated, I don't think he really was, but to say that he kind of was, um, I think loses a little bit of the threatening power of this overarching character we're going to have. I mean, this is a guy that has, he's in the title of an Avengers movie. This dude is, you know, supposed to be a problem. Um, and to kind of lose out on that ability, I think was kind of a missed opportunity. Yep. Yep. Let's sorry. Let's... And I, I've been rambling. <laughs> no, 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 you haven't, man. You explained that perfectly. And that's kind of exactly where I, I was too. And I'll tell you, I was actually more pleased with the movie when I thought Hope and Scott were going to be stuck in the quantum room. Yeah. And I was disappointed to see them come out. I just felt yeah. like, st- like okay, so this is done. Now, I, I know mm-hmm. we know what's going to happen next. Um, and it's kind of explained by Scott in the, in the, towards the end there, but right. I, I don't know, man. I just felt like let's do something drastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me, let me get another thing out of the way. I loved a lot about the quantum realm. I loved, um, the weird environments and the kind of sciencey angles about how things worked. I even loved like the weird goo stuff and the guy with the holes. And, um, I, I didn't really care much for like the, the subplot with the like kind of indigenous quant, uh, uh, quantum realm people yeah. that were like staging an uprising or something like that. Could you um, have cared less? I could. Yeah. I just, you know, it was, I get what they were trying to do, but. I, I felt like it took up, it started eating into a lot of the story, and I'm like, eh, tell me more about Kang now. Yeah. Kang's not here yet. Where's Kang? You know, we, we got work, we, this, this movie's got work to do, you know? Um, so, uh, we did that. I thought Modoc was fantastic. Like, absolute, I, I was giggling, kind of laughing at Modoc, because Modoc is a silly character. Reading, and reading reactions after I saw the movie, mm-hmm. people hated Modoc. Yeah. <laughs> Walking out of the theater, I was telling my kids, Modoc was worth the price of admission for me. <laughs> <laughs> because how dumb is that character anyway? Yeah. Seeing a fully realized CGI Modoc, yeah. even though it's not George Tartleton, which is is you know is going to upset some purists like me, <laughs> right? Where's that's not the guy. Where's Aim? Where's George Tartleton? Yeah. Where's his little bowl cut? But um, yeah, no, I I didn't care that much because I mean I, I hope they find a way to bring this Modoc back because I think why wouldn't you? It's so fun, but um. You know, if he doesn't come back, uh, just fantastic stuff. Really, really funny. Um, <laughs> legitimately, I, I think I just bust out laughing with him just, you know, floating there with his little dangly legs, his baby legs. Yes. I didn't even <laughs> see it coming. Oh, really? No. No. <laughs> Especially, like, who it was, like, being Dan right. Cross and having that. Like I said, changing the uh, the who who Modoc was 
is certainly a choice, but at the end of the day, I mean, it doesn't make that big of a difference. And it, Modoc clearly does not factor into major MCU plans in the future. I think. He looked really cool, too. It looked really cool, but also just really, really funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I felt like there were more opportunities that could have been there for Kang. Um, you know, Paul Rudd's Ant-Man, all the cool stuff, the, his story arc, all that stuff. I thought it was handled pretty good. I'm actually fine with this movie. I, I give it like an okay. Um, it would it would have been better for me if we got that strong Kang finish, and because we didn't, it it had to fall a letter grade for me. Mm. So where are you at with yours? Uh, I'm a solid Liam Hemsworth range. Are you? I'm a. I'm like yeah, this is fine. It's I think it's worth rewatching. Um, I'll probably rewatch it whenever it pops up on Disney Plus. But generally, I I you know. I can't give it more than that because yeah. it's, you know, it, this would probably be what people would consider like more mid, in my opinion. You know, because of that, I I do feel the same. I can't give it a Hemsworth though because I don't even think I'll ever watch this again. Um, <laughs> you know, it was it was it was kind of a drag for me, and yeah, you're not gonna go back long. and watch that. You're not gonna go back and watch that Bill Moore, Bill Murray scene? No, I'm not. Ever. <laughs> not ever. I don't care about that at all. And that was one of the things that I didn't like about it. I don't care about any of these indigenous folks to the quantum realm. I don't care. Yeah. Do what you do with them. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, man, I have to give it a seven twenty for me. Um Oh, Okay. It's watchable. It's just not. It's just not. But why? Why would you? Why? Fair enough. Fair <laughs> you know, enough. and I feel like, you know, dang, man. You know, Paul Rudd, Jonathan Majors. I feel like they they had something. They had something, it, man. Yeah. It's unexcusable. That, that final scene, I feel like it, it had, it It was getting there. And I, yes. was, I was on the edge of my seat because I was oh. like, okay, where are we, where are we at with this? Especially when they're like slugging it out, and, and I'm like, and Kang is clearly just like ruining this dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, the people are gonna be like, "Oh, K- Kang lost to Ant Man <clears throat> in his first movie," <clears throat> and uh, you know, just from a perception standpoint, it's not a good look. No, it's not to Ant Man. Come on, bro. Come on. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. So, something to keep in mind. But uh, yeah, I think I think we're in roughly the same place with yeah. it. You may be a little harsher than me. Yeah, I was so. just looking at my watch. Like, is this gonna wrap up? <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that is our review of that. Uh, let's go ahead and talk about our final subject before we get mm-hmm. out of here. Okay. Um, you know, so I've been replaying <coughs> a little game called Streets of Rage 4, and it reminded me of our old topic about gooning. Um, specifically, we were talking about Batman, uh, the original 1989 Batman's goons, 
you know, how they were down for the cause for Joker and how they were um, <laughs> totally willing to, like, throw everything on the line for Joker's goals. And I think we left out an important community, and that is the uh, beat-em-up side-scroller goons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. First of all, that's got to be hard work, okay? You and about 20 of your friends are tasked to go defeat this guy in one of two ways. An uppercut, or you pick up a knife and you try to slowly walk towards him and stab him in the thigh. <laughs> in the thigh, dude. You're right. <laughs> You are one hundred percent so, right. <laughs> I uh, I just wanted to just kind of talk that out because you know I also feel bad for these guys because they clearly have a uniform. They have to show yep. up in their jean jackets and their mohawks and their, and their puffy their, vest. Like, yeah, like <laughs> studs on the shoulders. Yep, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, man, that's. <laughs> Let, what did that I what did those guys do yeah okay yeah, so back in the day it wasn't streets of rage it was double dragon that i played at the local iga right and mm-hmm. what would freak me out when i first started playing double dragon were those abobos <laughs> like <laughs> where do you find an abobo and exactly what is it did we ever define what a bobo is? No. <laughs> it's just a big head, angry orange dude. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it was the first time, and it was shocking that some of those that were doing the gooning were women. Yeah. But with orange wearing, afros. You just had to punch them out. Or they're wearing thigh high boots and they yeah. have whips. <laughs> yes, yes. Streets of Rage. <laughs> man yeah, why but, is there always like a cop mid-boss with a billy club <laughs> what? because the the 80 game the 80s games just had a strong sense of like <laughs> these goons are your enemies at first yeah but the police are your real enemies. <laughs> <laughs> no he's just a mid-boss you know it's not yeah, like <laughs> no one said he was good or strong he's not the somebody, final boss why does a goon always have to have claws too there's yeah, a, there's always that one yeah. three-pronged claw yeah. goon. Yeah. Yeah. No, honestly, I'm just more concerned about why is it that one punk dude with the long, uh, what is it? Um, God, what's his name? Um, not Sting. Who's the one rock star guy? Rockstar <laughs> He's got kind of a sort of like punk mullet or something. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. Oh, oh, uh, you know, you got your, your henchman sitting over here looking like David Bowie. All the time. And, uh, <laughs> All the time. But, but they're holding a single, like, switchblade and they're slowly, like, shuffling <laughs> over to you, again, to stab you in the thigh. Right. And do you <laughs> not see this barrel hurtling at you? Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine those dudes sitting there? They're waiting for the, the 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 characters that they were tasked on murdering in the street um, to show up so that they could murder him in the street. <laughs> but um, <laughs> do you ever think they're like, 
hey, man, I don't know. I don't know if we should be messing with this guy. Hey, let me tell you something. I saw this dude eat a full turkey that he found underneath a trash can. Okay. <laughs> this dude is bite. built different. He's built different. <laughs> That's such a good point. <laughs> this dude found a, an apple underneath an oil can, and he just chomped it one bite. Plate and everything. <laughs> it was on a plate? It was on a plate. <laughs> <laughs> but why? Don't ask those questions. <laughs> <laughs> Boss left it there. Thought it would be a challenge. <laughs> he was like, you know, I, I want to uh, I want to kill these guys because they threaten my evil drug operation. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't want them to be famished. You know, no. what if they yeah, we have to get to throw some stuff <laughs> their way? What if they're missing Thanksgiving? Huh? Huh? Matter of fact, that? everybody go grab a turkey from the local shelter, <laughs> cook it for six hours, all right, and throw it under a barrel or maybe uh, a find placard. It, maybe he doesn't. Right. <laughs> if he finds it, immediately jump him. Okay. Immediately. Like, immediately try to just ruin everything about him. Um. But but nothing else. We want to see him progress to the next stage. <laughs> <laughs> My thing is, so you are. A henchman on level five. This solo person, this solo (laughs) antagonist, has beat the crap out of at least, now you're on level five, at least a hundred of your friends and co-workers. Yes. And you are going to stop him. (laughs) This is where it ends. You're sitting there doing that Ryu shuffle like, Dukes up. Like, now I know this dude has fire on the tips of his hands after he punches the air, but uh, I'm going to be the guy that takes him. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> hey, That's let right. me ask it's you me. This. It's my turn. Uh, are the robots in Mega Man gooning for Dr. Wily? Which robots? The main ones. Like the yeah. like Gutsman. Cutsman, Iceman. They, I believe they are gooning because even though they're programmed mm-hmm. for for whatever life that they have, um, you know, a lot of those guys believe in the cause. <laughs> sure, they do. <laughs> they're all about Doctor Wiley's vision. You know? And what is Doctor Wiley's vision exactly? Um, it's been a while since I played Mega Man games, so I don't know for sure. A dystopian sure. world run by robots, and he yeah. himself is not that. Right. So, is he just for robot rights and robot freedom? And then you have this Mega Man coming in to destroy all that? <laughs> and copy the abilities of whoever he <laughs> defeats. Yeah, he steals. <laughs> yeah. Look, if he I'm samples. Jerome, he samples. Or not Jerome. If I'm Dr. Wiley, I'm constantly like <laughs> I'm already working on the next version of that android because if uh if they let this thing out, you know, <laughs> and it gets ruined, it's like I need to have that backup plan ready. Right. You know? Where's my gutsman too? <laughs> like all right, this guy is going to be 30% strong. This is just a muscle guy. Uh, this guy here, he's going to be a little bit stronger. Um, but, yeah. Well, that, I think that they it. did kind of do that, though, because, you know, once you get to Wily's castle, 
you do have to fight a giant robot dragon for no reason. For no right. reason at all. There's a giant robot right. dragon. So Right. <laughs> but what about what about like the bats in Castlevania? So like I think that you, they just you... exist. <laughs> well, oh, everything is controlled by Dracula. They have no choice but to attack. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm talking about animals too. I'm, what yeah. I should be talking about is like you know some of the like skeleton soldiers or something like that. <laughs> so this skeleton soldier just sitting here waiting, waiting, to compile throwing bones from a pile of bones the entire day until you come along. <laughs> <laughs> come along. <laughs> I'm out of out of bones. Right. I need it. I'm a skeleton soldier. I have to go over and fight. But yeah, uh <laughs> we'll see. The the goons for these games, there's always the the um <laughs> the uh the pro wrestling type guy that comes always. in and grabs you and throws you all over the screen. Final fight, that dude looked just like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Was it Meyer Matt, Mike Hagar? Yes. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> Too perfect. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I just, uh, I, I'm curious what they feel like the 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 end game is. Because you're right. You're, you're watching your friends get ruined, and you're like, yeah, I'll be the guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have no other moves other than all the moves that the, he just... Destroyed a hundred people. Right, you're given no bodies left. Dose. Just, just flash and disappear. <laughs> right, like <laughs> no they, evidence. This person's, the person's about to just ruin you, and this person has a uh, a hand foot and mouth policy where he <laughs> puts his hand foot and uh, all up in your uh, your mouth and your butt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ruins you. <laughs> Absolutely devastates you. Like, yeah, no. Uh, you're not getting away with that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know, man. <laughs> I partially want to be like these goons, but hey. Hey, Phil. Phil? <laughs> well, you know they got, they got trash they got, names up there. Yeah, they got Linda from Double Dragon. <laughs> Rolo, that's one of them too. Right. Floyd, oh don't don't forget yeah. Streets of Rage. You got my dude Skate, Skate. <laughs> oh, well, hey God. Phil, that uh that kid Skate that's supposed to come here and ruin our entire business operation uh, for selling drugs in the community. Do you think? Do you think he was born with the name Skate, or <laughs> did he find out he was really good at skating and so he changed his name to Skate? He's born with it. Oh. <laughs> and then he just, just adapted sure. that. He adapted his lifestyle. But he I couldn't get, get away from the punching. So he had to do both. <laughs> <laughs> He's also like, I heard they were only like a couple blocks over. You know, you think we should go over there and like try to intercept him or, you know, something along those lines. What should we do here? Because I'm going to be honest, I'm, I'm kind of scared. And I saw the. They killed 50 of our friends. <laughs> we just wait here. He won't make it past us. <laughs> right. We're going to be the guys to take. Okay, so this is what's going to happen. We wait until after he does his special. 
and then same time you punch him in the back of the head and I punch him in the throat and uh, see if he's able to survive it. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. We just put that together. <laughs> <laughs> It's an immaculate plan. All right, let's go enforce it. And uh, and you're dead and flashing. <laughs> I don't know. I shot him seven times, but then he picked up this trash apple and he was fine. <laughs> I really don't know what to do about that. No, um, nothing I was do. I was promised health insurance for my kids. That's the only reason I'm here. Um. <laughs> How many lead pipes are just laying around your work area? And for what? (laughs) Right? Like, dude has the hot dog, he has his bun, and all that stuff, and he's sitting there trying to eat, and they're like, oh, there's just random lead pipes everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or just thrown across screen. You know, when you, as soon as you start to see those men, you throw them up that pipe. <laughs> right. And no, I can't reach you, so go <laughs> suck this pipe. <laughs> you can dodge a pipe, you can dodge a ball. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, but a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, I feel like I could talk about that subject for like forever. <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, I don't have much more else. I just wanted to talk about that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, there's a couple couple guys standing around thinking about jumping. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, next time Boyd comes on, we'll we'll definitely ask him about it. How do you feel about these these random video game goons? Or imagine that you're playing something like Elden Ring, and it's just a dude in the forest holding a sword. That dude has to sit there and wait. First of all, let me tell you something about Elden Ring, which I am playing currently for all of those mm-hmm. out there. And, um, and those goons will tear you down yeah. on sight. I'm just talking about the patience. Because there's a chance you may never encounter that Ever. person in this world. Ever. Right. And he's just so going he's about like, his business, doing his little patrol through infinity. Wild. Wild. <laughs> so crazy. And he's like, oh, oh, he showed up. Thank you. Okay. Um, we should fight now. I'm going to beat you like the first 12 times uh, before you figure out my uh, my jump block combo. <laughs> right. <laughs> Gotta love it. All right. Well, that is pretty much uh, all that I had at this time. Uh, anything else you wanted to talk about with our uh, video game sprite goons? No, nah, man. Good. Okay. Well, guys, uh, like I said, that's the end of our show. If you haven't yeah. done so re- yet, please like, rate, and subscribe to us. It really helps us out. I'm serious, guys. Go do that. Go do that right now. Like, you'll get the notifications when our next episode goes up. Hopefully. So <laughs> That's how we want uh, it to work. Yeah, yeah. We would like it to work that way, for sure. Uh, that being said, Steve, where can they find you? Where can they find the show? You're going to find the Nerd Smash Talkcast on Twitter at NerdSmash underscore TC. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steve L. Dove. That's right, guys. You can find me on Twitter at LTTheFifth. That's at L-T-T-H-A-F-I-F-T-H. And uh, 
You can find uh, the Nerd Smash Talk cast. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We have a YouTube channel. And, of course, any of the other methods, methods that you can use to share us and uh, connect us with other people. Have Give us a listen. We would really appreciate that. <laughs> but, uh, like I said, that is pretty much the end of our show. Yeah, Steve, how do you want to sign us off today? Hashtag Goonie. Hashtag digital gooning. Hashtag digital gooning. Yeah. <laughs> Feel sorry for that one basic enemy with his hair all done up right. He's looked like he's dressed to go out on the town. And he's just sitting there on the street for hours literally doing this <laughs> shoulder bounce up and down move. What about the, well, the, the goon that always has his hand in his pocket and will just fight <laughs> you with the other hand? <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Or the random Muay Thai fighter. That's yeah. Like, I'm also here. <laughs> I'm way too Why skilled to be here? in this situation. Yeah. Sir, it'd be way easier if you just had a gun. <laughs> you don't have to show up with your bare knuckles and knees no. trying to like no. tiger uppercut everybody. Please don't do that. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. All right, guys. That is our show. Like I said, thank you so much for listening. And we will holler at you and talk to you next week. Holler. Holler, 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 holler. Episode 107 in the boots.